you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Welcome back. We're at Her Unapologetic Life, episode 104, and summer is just marching on. I know I keep saying this. Um, If you're listening to this later, uh, whatever season you're in is probably also marching on. That's the way of the world, right? (laughs) The way it goes. Time. So we're at episode 104, and we're making our way through the circle of life um, tool that I love using with clients, and um, just a, just a, one way to look at our lives. There's a lot of ways, right? And this week we're headed into spirituality, and I named this one a personal journey, just because. Well, you'll as we talk, you'll know a little more, but I really feel like especially this one is a really good one to dial it in personally first. Um, And so that's what we're going to start with. Um, I feel kind of like when I look at the circle of life, you know, it's kind of like um, one way we measure it is, you know, where, um, where we kind of number, you know, zero to 10, where we are in each area. But also too, it just kind of reminds me of like the circular pattern of going inward, right? And I feel like all of them lead to the center and then out. That's kind of how I look at it. So if you want to look at the circle of life a little deeper, like I love to, um, that's the way I look at it. So, um, you know, you've heard the phrase, all roads lead to Rome. And I think um, all areas of life lead to a whole life, right? But when it comes to the unapologetic life, um, and I think of that as being, you know, our authentic self and our own full integrity, our innate goodness, our soul-led life, right? Um, It's really important to really look at our spirituality in a place where, in a world where we're really hard on ourselves, like we're looking at the circle of life and and our like as in our spiritual health. <laughs> Sorry, I get excited and I kind of just stumble. So we're looking at our spiritual health and we tend to be like, oh man, you know, my spirituality isn't where I want it to be, and then we get down on ourselves, right? So I want you to kind of look at this one especially as just a place where there, of course, there's no right or wrong, right? And it's a place of constancy. I, I've kind of been thinking about this where it's a place where we can go home to. Like when we're feeling like we don't have a lot of joy or our finances are off or our relationships, we had a fight with somebody, we can lean on our spirituality to get us through those things um, and to rely on, right? We need spaces and places in our lives to have the ability to trust, to rely on, to feel safe, to feel like we belong. And I really feel like this is one area where um, it's really worth focusing on and gaining more awareness about because it will actually um, see us through, you know. And when we look at the un- the external world, it- that's always changing, right? Uh, it's unpredictable. It's uncertain. There's, you know, the good, bad, the ugly, all these things going on. But when we look at our own spirituality, that really is the place that God designed for us to have that safety net. And um, I just love to provide that space and to talk about it. And spirituality is also, you know, just another way to look at that. So anyway, um, 
it's just important to look at it from this perspective um, because we're getting pulled in a lot of directions, right? We're questioning, um, you know, and I just think this is this is centering. This is a foundational area. Um, I didn't start with it. I uh, just kind of started where the spirit led, I guess. And But I think we're at a good place because we were far enough into the circle of life to kind of say like, oh yeah, these things build on each other. These things are all connected. And again, there's other tools that, you know, talk about, you know, the spiritual emotional, mental, physical areas of life, or, you know, there's, there's, there's like career, social, I mean, there's all different ways to look at this, you know, you can slice the pie, because it kind of looks like one, any way you want, but this is just a good foundational place to go, so if you haven't been listening this summer, go back, get started, and if this is like winter for you, or this is two years later, it's, this is still going to be relevant, because this is about your journey, okay, so yeah, when we know our own spirituality, when we really know where we stand there, we can get a grip on the other areas of our life, of our life. just easier, less effort, um, you know, and just more focused, more meaning, you know, I love all those words. So before I get going into like really like, you know, the nuts and bolts of your own spirituality, what might get you deeper into that, let's let's kind of clear away some of the, the stressors, the cobwebs, the distractions when it comes to this, because there's a lot of it. Um, you know, and I, I kind of talk about it as like religiosity, you know, we, another, another thing I'm noticing is, um, opinion, <laughs> interpretation, um, you know, uh, all of those things. And I think it's really easy for all of us to kind of get in a place where we kind of feel, I don't know if it's helpless, but it's kind of like, how do we stand up for our own spirituality with that well-being, loving and compassionate to others, but not wavering and not, compromising, right? Um, and so I always go to the Facebook feed or um, go to Google or wherever you want to go. And you can see a lot of the, I call it mudslinging. Um, a lot of people are calling people out in, in a space where it's not safe to be called out. Um, you know, I uh, was listening to a therapist friend, just love hearing her little video blurbs. And she was talking about, you know, kind of extreme language or like using words that are really strong to like get get the emotions going to people. And in that space, we're not going to be able to have a meaningful conversation about spirituality or about what's really important to us because, you know, it's just not really that, that safe. And I think, you know, in this day and age, the religiosity and the, you know, the judgment of the different things it takes on a different um, coat or clothing, but it's similar to really like all of the generations, you know, and we all have our times where we, or our places growing up where we had to deal with that. Um, and so I just really wanted to talk a second about that before we, we dig deeper into our spirituality, because if we're coming into that with that heaviness, that cloak, then it's a lot harder. So some of the pitfalls I see around, and I, it's the ones I'm seeing, so let me know if there's other ones, but worrying excessively about others, like how they're doing, how they're being, their beliefs, you know, their salvation even, um, needing to call them out on their sin. And, you know, some then saying, well, you know, um, there, we just go. It can go on and on and on. You know, the, the debate about all of those pieces. I see it among Christians. That is my um, that is my faith base right there. And I see it among other other religions, people who claim to have no religion. All those things. It's just kind of messy. Um, but we're we're really kind of just if you think about it, we're attacking other people's souls when this happens, and we're also feeling attacked, right? And it's very distracting. Um, you know, I'm all about sharing my love for Jesus. Um, being his hands and feet, but the, but I notice that it do, it's just not, 
I don't know, I don't want to use the word effective, but it's just not really, it doesn't work when it comes out in some of those spaces um, and getting caught up in that energy and trying to change somebody's belief patterns or opinions or their lived experiences, right? Because you really can only do that in person when you're talking to somebody and really understanding each other and listening. But, you know, that's another whole episode, I guess. But I think our relationship with God or Holy Spirit you know, our own innate soul is more important than um, being right and try and trying to make other people right with God. I do the little quotation things. I mean, I'm going to say that again. So be, our relationship with God and our, our spiritual selves is more important than trying to make other people right with God or believe what you believe or agree with you or at least respect you for it, right? I think that's the distraction. And I think, um, Personally, we're, our soul's here for a journey and a reason. And I, I just want to say that I don't want to be distracted so much. Um, and so, yeah, calling other people out, um, staying quiet, though, when we really feel called to speak, that's confusing and hard to right? And staying in relationship with people who don't respect us and our faith walk to the point where we feel like we can't be ourselves around them. These are some of the tolerations and distractions that are, are around. Think, about, th think on it. What, what's around? What's in the way? I want you just to like think those thoughts, maybe write them down, crumple them up, get those out of the way because that is outside noise. And I want to go inward and I want to help you grow spiritually so that you can feel the effects in all areas of your life. Um, you know, and having our own personal faith is really where that is at, you know, and, and I think a lot of us get to the point where it's like, how do we balance it all? Like, you know, and a lot of it is just Moving forward, I was calling it the faith walk, right? I did a really cool thing um, back when I was in leadership at church, and we did it was faith walking, and it was really taking our own personal belief systems, the vows we had made to ourselves, which were not from God, and, and really just letting those go and living more into our purpose, our destiny. And that that was that was totally life changing for me. And so I want to highlight those things, like our individual spirituality, that's that unique soul that is ours, right? And also, though, in community with others, you know, I won't say that it's like you go off to the monastery for five years and, you know, that's going to help you be in community with others. Right. I think there's a place for that, too. I, you know, um, what is it? Eat, eat, pray, love. I just think about that movie. Um, I haven't watched that again because that's just kind of like her, her trying to figure out what her life is all about. Right. Um, and. It's a very powerful doorway to figure that out, um, to be connected to soul, your higher power, and to thrive, you know? Um, and so, yeah, this, this, there's so much here. <laughs> I'm trying to like just kind of get you thinking about it in, with my words. So I hope that helps. Um, when we feel really connected to spirit, to God, we really can feel connected to our soul's pathway. Uh, and that's been a quest that I've been on, a journey. So I, I love the hero's journey, you know? Um, that idea that we're on this journey and, you know, when I arrive at Heaven's Gates, then I'll have arrived. And um, and there's so many different thoughts about even that, you know, but let's just not be in the weeds with all that. Let's just think about our journey. And um, yeah, I just, I think about my, my faith walk, my journey, and how my life has unfolded and things that have really piqued my interest. You know, the turning point was the faith walking where I really was like, okay, you know, I love my mind. I love, I love, you know, using it to get through life, but I really want to tap more into my personal journey journey here as a soul-led person, right? Um, you know, and I was raised in the church, uh, Christian school, um, a grandmother who would sing the old hymns to me, who would quote scripture, 
and just it felt like a very safe maternal thing on one hand. And then on the other hand, I was just really worried. It's always worried, of course, as a people pleaser, right? That I was hurting other people and, and then about their souls, you know, I like, you know, I was just really, I was a worrier in that way. Um, and, I, and as I, as I have kind of grown and settled more into my own, and of course there's Google, I don't have to worry about memorizing everything, just a, just a phrase. Um, I've kind of just settled into that and taken all that, you know, all that um, past foundational education and um, continue to make it my own. Really, since I remember in high school thinking in, in Bible class, like, okay, so there's all this, like, what does it mean to me? You know? Um, and so, yeah, so I kind of like, and then I really relied on psychology and all of that stuff, studied psychology, social work, all those things, and then kind of returned to my roots with spirituality of like, okay, so I want all of it to be part of how I live my life and how I serve others and help other women live their life. Um, and so that's kind of where my Christian faith walk has gone. Um, and there's a few things that I noticed along the way that have really helped me. So I'm going to share those. And then I'm going to just probably share a little more about my journey. All in all of this, just think about your own journey and your own turning points. Think of it kind of like a river. You know, if you want to draw like a river on a paper um, and just kind of think, oh, where were some turning points for me that really helped propel my faith forward or got me stuck? You know, it's, it's both, right? Um, those excuses that we use to keep us stuck and then the things that propel us forward, right? So first off, um, really have connected with the concept of spiritual practices, right? You know, um, that can help you feel connected to yourself, your soul and divine, and then, I'll, and then help propel you forward um, using those, those practices in your life. On the daily, right? And of course, the first thing that comes to mind is biblical um, biblical practice. And I must say, I'm not the best at just sitting down and immersing myself in devotions of the Bible on a regular basis in the way that it, I thought I needed to. You know, like a lot of my friends, they get up in the morning, they check out the Bible, they're they're like praying about the day, and then they go about their day. Me, I'm a little more. Um, impulsive, intuitive, whatever you call it, praying all the time. Like this morning, my son, you know, went to his job and I was just singing a prayer. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. And it was just that like, you know, speaking not out loud to him because that's not his style. I did say, I did ask him if he wanted me to pray with him out loud, but no. So anyway, you know, just kind of doing intuitively the way that I practice prayer, a biblical study. I do think that, um, there's other ways, you know, I've got my angel business cards and all these things that I like, you know, in the name of the Holy Spirit, like to like to really dive into. Um, I'm more on that a little bit later. But like any part of your life, like what are you practicing that helps you, what, that keeps you growing, that keeps you connected? Uh, and the other part that we talk about all the time over here is intuition, right? This is where your intuition comes in. Your soul is your intuition. Um, are you connecting with your soul? Are you letting your soul lead? Um, are basically, are you taking charge? You know, are you, I always get that phrase taking your power back. It's like, it, when I think of it that way, it's like, it's taking it not by force, but because it is your birthright. Right. And I just, I love that analogy. I think that's probably why I love some of these superhero movies that I didn't used to get into as much, but I feel like that's like the deeper meaning of life, right? What's leading you, what's guiding you. And are you, are you deciding to take, take that, um, so yeah, this is just, you know, again, a way to get you thinking about your spirituality in that way. Um, and a lot of the practices that we decide to do 
they can be seasonal. They can kind of like with anything, you know, like, like the bliss list that we talked about, they can be seasonal. They can be part of your life every day. They can come and go. You can forget about them and find them again. There's no right or wrong, right? So one that I grew up with was worship twice a Sunday at first then once. And then, you know, I was really involved in youth group, loved it. Um, raised my kids in the church, Christian schools, these days, a lot more free-flowing, you know, not necessarily group organized worship for us right now. Um, a lot of worship music in the car, which 15 years ago, I remember thinking, how can I get into it? Like, I just can't get into it, you know? And now it's really, it just, I think it's just the way the Spirit speaks to me and helps me grow, helps me grieve, helps me, you know, harness these ideas that I get just in, in a way that actually comes out, you know? <laughs> and anyway, so that's kind of another one. Um... I had mentioned Bible as a living word. Another thing that has been really cool that I've I've done somewhat in the past, um, and a lot of my clients have found this very helpful, is the Lecto Divina. You know, that's, you know, reading, taking a certain passage and reading that several times and gain and finding what's what pops out to you, finding meaning. It's a way to 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 practice hearing the Holy Spirit when you feel like you're not sure, you know. Um, it's a really beautiful thing. And I know women who lead groups, so you're doing it together. It really fosters that um, that ability to, you know, to um, to dial in, you know. Um, and I really like. So I think I've talked about the series Sensible Shoes. Um, I I had the first book, and um, for a long time, I'm pulling it out here just because I want to look at it as I talk about it. But it's about these four women, you know. It's a story about the spiritual journey, and they they meet up at. Um, at a spiritual formation group, like at a retreat center. And it just kind of follows their life, their life journey for a while in four different books. And uh, I really found it helpful because in the books, there's a spirit, there's a spiritual director and she gives them, especially in the first book, gives them spiritual practices. And sometimes I just need a reminder because I just go outside and go for a walk and it's, that's really spiritual for me, but sometimes I want something a little more tangible. So if, if that you like, um, you know, Christian fiction, then um, I think fiction, I always get those mixed up, but you know what I mean? Look, look up the book. It's by Sharon Garlow Brown. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, she's a spiritual director. Um, and I, uh, really think it's amazing. So anyway, that's just another, an example. Um, you know, of course, community with others, um, when the kids were young and I, and I really needed the, you know, interaction. I did a lot of, um, women's um, small, small groups like Bible studies and discussion groups. And now it seems to be a little bit more um, online, right? Because that's where, where we're at. And so spiritual practices being, you know, really, really getting to know, getting connected deep, at a deeper level. And as you know, I've, I've studied hypnojourneying, I think uh, meditation, guided visualizations, um, hypnosis, different things that from a spiritual perspective, um, can really get you deeper into your spiritual body, um, into your body and then your spiritual body. So really just starting to think about what, what helps you feel connected. And a lot of times we're just so busy and we don't think that actually some of these things can check some of the, the other boxes. This is just a phrase my clients use a lot, right? We've got to check our boxes, but you know, if you're, if you're doing, doing a, let's say you're doing a group with Electo Divina and you, you meet some really amazing women that you've coffee with outside of it. Um, you know, that's, that's the social part. That's the joy part. That's, you know, um, or you're with a group of women who, you know, women in business who are studying some of this together or providing, you know, providing the space to do that. Um, I'm just saying that out loud because I'm, that's what I'm starting to formulate is to provide a space for women in business locally, but also online. 
where they can experience these things that will help them grow, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, right? That's just the name of my game. And I love it. Um, one of the things that I realized when I was looking at these practices is that God doesn't need to be put in a box and we don't need to put ourselves in a box. And so it doesn't have to look the same for you as it does for everybody else. It's totally your journey, right? And there's a lot of tools out there to use. Um, like I said, I went from psychology tools, like the personality tests and all this, more into the deeper spiritual pieces. Um, but they're all there just to help help you move forward into your purpose um, and meaning. And, um, you know, if you're approaching them from, from you know, your faith base, then then it's, it's going to be more effective and useful and, um, you know, divine, right? And so, um, again, we get distracted. <laughs> we get distracted. But what we're really, what I'm really loving about the this summer series is like, wow, this is really deepening my belief that we're here for a purpose to live by God's design. And it just simplifies things. It makes me feel a lot more contented and peaceful inside, knowing that really I, I can't do it wrong. I just need to... Um, and want to really explore that, you know? Um, and so my clients are all working on this um, in different ways because we all have our own spiritual journey. And like I said, I ask about this with my clients because, you know, they don't have to be the same type of spiritual person I am. They don't have to be the same faith background. Uh, but it really helps me to know kind of part of their foundation, that foundational safety and belonging, right? And if we don't feel safe, we don't feel like we belong, it's really hard to move forward. You know, when you walk into a room and you don't feel like you know anybody, you feel kind of stuck. That's just a little example. And I see spirituality as that as that safety net, that's that space. And I love to join women there with like be there with them because we feel more powerful and more able, capable if we have people with us in that. Uh, you know, and so my my thing for you is like, wow, this 20 minutes went really fast. <laughs> but my my hope for you and um that I'm that I'm you know I'm giving today is that I just really hope that this help this gets you in the in the groove of maybe not the groove but the curiosity how's that the curiosity of of whole living um, the whole living your way that you're intended to and there's no perfectionism in there there's no people pleasing in there it's just you know in your authenticity in your full integrity um, how that looks for you um, you know and it just it. It gives life for more meaning. It it really helps us to be present in the lives that we live. It takes away a lot of those distractions. You know, we're not so worried about um, other people, like what they're thinking. We're not as worried about all of that physical stuff of like, oh, am I invited over here? Am I included? Do my pants fit? How do I look today? Am I bloated? I mean, all those things, all those thoughts. I guess it basically takes all these, this jumble of thoughts and it, it just kind of you know, releases them and gets you focused on something else, something deeper, something, um, in my opinion, more important, <laughs> you know, I, in, in my opinion, worthy of ex exploration. So leaving you with the thought that our relationship with our spiritual own spirituality is more important than um, our fear and worries about others, right? And we're here for it. So we, we, it's okay for us to take to take it, to accept it as abundance, and then go forth. So anyway, I can get really deep, you know I can. I, I just really see that this is where transformation happens. And um, when we try, when we, when we allow for it to happen in the way that it was meant for us, 
personally, oh, it's just amazing. So if you're more curious about this, want to talk about this, you know, private message me. Um, if you're wanting to get into for some one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, um, call myself kind of more the therapeutic life coach these days. It's just, it's all encompassing, right? And helping women show up in their businesses, in their workplace, in their life, in their homes. Um, feeling feeling more whole. So that's where I'm at. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this one. It was great. We'll have another one next week and I really hope you enjoy this beautiful summer day. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.